tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hey listeners, I'm down here at Mission Viejo Library Comic Con once again on the convention floor talking to fans, talking to attendees, and right now I have a guest with me is Torn of the Masayef Medieval Combat. Sorry, Masayef Medieval Combat. He is here in full-on battle garb. It is awesome. It is great stuff. Did you make this stuff yourself? Uh, For the few things that I do in the sport, making... The clothes is uh, not, not one of them. Okay, uh, that's fine. The funny thing is that my wife made <laughs> my wife. I, I do have a wife. I have, <laughs> my wife. She made the the actual material here. Uh, made out of some uh, some bottom weight stuff because we knew I was going to be thrashing the heck out of it. Um, the leather was actually made by a friend up north. Uh, my best friend up north. He's a leather maker, and I was looking specifically for stuff for some guy with my body size who can fight the way I do fast fast and I, he, mobility. Like a lo- there's a lot of stuff here because like there are some heavier grade stuff that people just tank through. I'm a fast fighter, not a hard hitter. Mm-hmm. I prefer to be kind of precise and stuff like that. But yeah, no, he made everything here. But when it all comes together, everyone did a pretty good job doing. No, stuff. no, it's 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 beautiful. It's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, get, tell me a little bit about the medieval combat. Okay, so what we liken it to it it is technically a LARP, right? And you know, for people who don't know, it's uh, live action role playing. So if people have seen uh, role models, mm-hmm. it's something. It's something we throw out just so people get an idea of kind of what it is we do, but definitely different. We're, we we kind of drop the role playing, right? Uh, only because like it's fine. We we've a lot of us have gone and done that before. Um, it's still fun. We try to s- stick primarily to the actual combat because. The cool thing about it is that it's so fast-paced. Right. And people don't really think about that. Like, if you think about, like, a LARP or something like that, it is a little bit slower because there are certain abilities or something that negates certain things you do, and there's some math involved, which is nothing wrong with that. But for us, we're like, no, we're going we're gonna to do it. It's like essentially trying to play chess as fast as you can, or you'll die. <laughs> right. Is what it is. So it's, it's a two-limb system. So if you, get, if you get hit in the limb, you lose the ability to use that, use that limb. So essentially, it's you don't have to act it up or anything like that. If you get hit in the arm, the idea is that arm is severed and it's not there anymore. Just don't use so it. you put it behind your back just to indicate, oh no, it's gone. If I get hit in the leg, I'm now on a stump and I have to drop on it. Oh wow! So a lot of a lot of what we do uh, physically is so that we can communicate non-verbally. If I were to run onto a field and I see someone with their arm behind their back, I'm like, okay, that dude's got one arm, and then also torso, torso being. Uh, chest, back, buttocks, crotch, and then like shoulder. Uh, that's a one-shot kill because that's where all the vital organs are and everything like that. So essentially, someone has a big old shield, a sword, but I can say I see a little bit of something sneaking out over here. Throw some deep shot, hit them right in the torso. They're dead in one they're shot. Done. So it's like okay, cool. Uh, also, any combination of two limbs is death. So both arms, both legs, arm leg. Means oh wow! Death. Essentially, that all right? Two limbs gone. You're You've officially bled out now, uh-huh. and you're a corpse on the field. So, uh, it's cool. Um, let's see here. It is an honor-based system. So, <laughs> that's that's where it gets a little dicey because honor means sufficient force is right. what's necessary. A lot of people think that it's it, it's different from LARP in that aspect because there is no. It, it's not light as touch. So, like, hey, that grazed you. I'm like, yeah, it, it grazed me. It, like, 
we're trying to keep at least some kind of semblance of reality when it comes to that. So something that gives you a nice little womp and you're like, ooh, yeah, I felt that. <laughs> drop the weapon right. or drop your leg or something like that. Um, and oftentimes there are some people a little more enthusiastic about winning, let's say. Okay. <laughs> and I've been doing it long enough for you to see someone wince. And they're like, yeah, no, you didn't get me. And it's just like, okay, buddy. <laughs> so then I naturally have to put a little more pepper behind it. Just hey, like, okay. you say that it didn't? <laughs> and then someone's like, oh, I can't feel my arm. I'm like, oh, so it hit you. All right, good. Uh, but usually we try to keep, I mean, a lot of people in our neck of the woods are doing really good about that. Like uh, the particular group that I work with, we've worked on like, take what you feel. Because people are like, oh, I want to get better. Yes, you don't get better by winning. Right. You actually get better by losing. That you, makes sense. Losing is the biggest learning curve. And... When people are like, how did you get good? It's because I sucked and I died a lot. And that's the thing. Dying a lot, I got so tired of getting my right side taken by the same shot that I just... And then one day threw up a different defense. And I'm like, oh, hey, look at that. Hey, look yeah. at that. If, if, if I cover up that section. Yeah, you know? if I cover it, I won't die. <laughs> so, so yeah, the sport is, is honor-based like that. It's a, it's a really good community of people. Um, so then, to me, it sounds like... You're more in the realm of uh, paintball than you are, you know, just LARPing. Because... You know, I, ironically, yes, we've called it uh, we've called it uh, stick tag. Yeah. Before, because essentially, it, it's a lot more active. We're just a, there's a lot of running. Yeah. Involved. I would imagine. I mean, you don't necessarily have to. Um, normally, especially just like the most basic fight of all, it's say eight people on eight people, and the last surviving person that your team wins or whatever like that uh so it's like yeah we could all just like walk up to each other fight and see what happens or you could say screw this and then just haul your butt around to get behind the group it's like oh no and there's 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 a lot of battle tactics involved we actually do have people that might as well be historians that are in the sport that work like roman tactics into it there is an entire group of uh, romans that have like period looking garb that roll in and have a massive shield wall that is kind of scary to deal with. So it's like, okay, hey, we're a bunch of skirmish guys, right? Oh my, scary wall! And they just bear down on you and murder you. And which is funny because my group is relatively small. We're about twenty people or so. Um, but it's it's a nationwide. Actually, it's an international sport. We have people in uh, uh, Canada and Mexico that do it as well. And we have massive events. Like the big one in our neck of the woods is uh, Battle for the Ring in uh, Chino Hills. Oh wow! Uh, once a year. People like fly to get here, but there are like 800 people that show up, and we camp for five days, wow. and it's just a bunch of people fighting, uh, rabble rousing at night. There's a bunch of camps set up, so you just and you get to know tons of people. Like even if you're not intending to, it'd be impossible for you not to meet people and just be like, oh, oh man, we're friends now. Crap. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it's great. I've it's been one of the best things in my life because it 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 tricks me into getting exercise, but it also I, it's how I met. Um, a lot of my closest friends are doing that and like it's so funny because they do the same they do random stuff throughout the day I'm, I personally work for a termite company this and that whatever other guys do whatever but then we come together to do this right come like, from all walks of life yeah it's so where you take off your adult pants and you put on like <laughs> these like baggy pants and some medieval stuff like, let's go fight so it's fun and I didn't I didn't even mention what the sport was it's it's called Belagarth 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 it's again more weird names but uh, B-E-L wait yeah B-E-L-E-G-A-R-T-H okay Be- Belagarth Belagarth yeah but yeah no it's it, it's been a lot of fun uh, the guys in our neck of the woods are it, a lot of new people uh, they're guys we actually promoted on uh, <laughs> Craigslist 
Oh. But on the free side. Right. Which, by the way, for someone looking for, like, a group of people to do stuff... There it the is. The free stuff on Craigslist is great, because people are, like... And all the people we talked to, they were like... I was just looking to see if people were giving stuff away, and they're like... Free, fu- free medieval fighting what the heck's this <laughs> and they found us and now they've been doing it for like two or three years and now they're big names in the sports that people know wow just because they came and found out so now your particular one was like you told me uh, it was based off of Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed yeah now does your whole uh, regimen like do they or your whole group do you all do kind of Assassin's Creed kind of thing or? Uh, like each like so there are kind of like each little group has a name they're they're called realms okay just because we're sticking with the fantasy based <laughs> and that's the thing we usually try to go we push more for medieval medieval fantasy okay is where we're going and a lot of people have different things that they're interested in I didn't have anything going at the time like I don't have a other people are like you can claim a race okay just to be your aesthetic we have people that are like goblins are fun so they're they're like terrifying fighters they're like really good technical fighters wow but they're dressed in green with like certain uh, prosthetics and stuff on, but like, do they do they stay to a group of just goblins? Or? They can, and that's okay. the thing. It's like our group is just a group of people that came from a bunch of places. I was a huge fan of Assassin's Creed at the time, so I'm like, hey, let's go with Masayaf. Masayaf was like the training ground for Altair in the first game, and the realm that I started was basically for new people. Because I, I I've done the sport long enough that I've I've become fairly well known uh, in the sport and. I trained up a lot of guys that are doing amazing things in the sport, and they kick my butt eight <laughs> times out of ten now. So I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm glad I did that, but I'm, I don't have the drive to like really compete and do all that stuff right. anymore. I'm just sticking to the more have fun part of it. And, and, so, and obviously teaching. And, and, yeah, and that's showing the ropes to the new guys. And that's why I started this place. I'm like, I'm just going to start a room for just new people. If the old dogs want to show up and do it, fine. I'm, I want to get the new people in there and do that. So that's why I'm like, let's go with myself. Training grounds. Get everything started. So my guys really embraced the whole like yeah we'll do the assassins thing and they're coming out with garb that are based they look like a character out of the game I'm like heck yeah let's do that then <laughs> but like each each group is based off of different stuff we actually have a group in uh, Anaheim that one of the main leaders is a huge Star Wars nut oh, huge no. so they named themselves and they named themselves a Korriban after the Sith planet okay so a lot of them have like a Star Wars aesthetic on them <laughs> but like they're like trying to stick to the medieval portion too so it, it's kind of a cross yeah he has like a Darth Vader outfit Ish, but it's based on more kind of like samurai looking. Oh, wow. so it's like okay, you you found a way to do it. All right, that's really cool. His fighting name his, is Darth Cheeseheart. Cheeseheart. Yeah. Well, it was a joke. How someone gave him crap about like you know some people have a heart of gold. Uh-huh. Yours is a heart of cheese. And he's, a star, and he's a Star Wars fan. He's like, screw it, I'm Darth Cheeseheart now, and it's forever been a thing. And no one actually thinks about it like that is a ludicrous name. But like people associate that name with him and it's endearing now so it's like okay why the heck not but there are places all over California that do it like even Orange County alone there's uh, San Diego there's uh, Laguna Hills where I fight then there is uh, there was a group in Huntington Beach Anaheim and then in Ventura and Fresno and all these places have places where we all get together and just beat the crap out of each other but it's it's been a crazy ride so now I'm just out like trying to promote the heck out of it now so we did up some business cards so anyone who even wants to come out and visit us that's, that's always awesome. that's always cool because we have people in the sport that don't fight they never fight right like my wife is not a fighter but she makes cool garb and she's been around for years now that people know her she volunteers at events like we serve food for people like at events when there's big old things setting up for tournaments and just like checking people in 
to like the events getting you know right we they, people have to sign waivers before they do it just because you know even though it is we try to be as safe as possible and you got foam but still people gonna get it exactly we, we test we test all the weapons before we make them they, they actually have certain specs they need to pass oh. you can be creative but you need to make certain you need to fit in a particular mold right. so that you don't hurt people that's always the big thing that's why a headshot is not a legal target people are like but it's foam it's like yeah but there's some important stuff up here yeah exactly in your neck your throat your eyes you can't just go willy-nilly smacked but with the foam is still gonna get smacked with foam exactly even if a weapon is built fine but it hits too hard we're like sorry <laughs> you know that we've had people like come out and hit people and then like your hand goes numb and it's like, hey, I got a big old welt. It's like, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> We've had guys, and we have people who felt bad about it. They're like, really? They test it like, oh, no. And then they'll just snap the weapon over their own leg. And be like, Psh, nope, not using this. That's never going to be used again. Because they realize I'm not going to hurt people. Hey, you know, and that's that's awesome. You know, that's the kind of community you'd want, you know? It's, I, it's, it's very much family. Yeah. It really is. Because there's people who've been in need where it's like, I need a place to stay. And some rando person will be like, I'll set you up. Um, helping move, helping do stuff. Uh, a bunch of us do some volunteer work as well. Um, it's funny the the uh, Orange County Police Department know us now. <laughs> Just so that, I guess that's another thing. How often do you go go out and garb when you're not actually uh, doing an event? <laughs> uh, probably more than I should. But <laughs> oh no, I mean ultimately what we've done before by way of promotion, we have I created something called uh, International Garb Day. Which essentially one day a year we throw on our fighting kit and go do anything we would normally do that day. Oh, that's awesome. So if you go to the grocery store, if you go to the bank, if you gotta take your car in to get the oil change, go mini golfing, go to the movie theater, wear your outfits. So when people are like, Hey, so what what are you guys doing? Well, let me tell you about what we're doing. So it's a fun way to get it was my way of tri- tricking people to go out together and do stuff but at the same time when someone's like hey what's going on then uh, you hand them a business card you say go to this let me talk to you about it so it's a way to get people interested and you guys are just out there doing that yeah 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 come on out and then the same thing is like why well, don't fight you don't need to fight you don't just come in we've got a bunch of people that just come and hang out that are dressed up or they'll do something out uh, right now we actually do have uh, referees in the sport that are called heralds or marshals so that they, essentially, they make sure you're not, A, you're not being a, a cheating jerk. Right. For one. But they're also making sure you're not hurting anyone. If someone's doing something, I'm going to say, so like, don't do that. Okay, sorry. And then we keep fighting. Uh, but these are people sometimes that are not combatants, but they want to do something and help out. They're like, well, I'm a fighter and I want to fight. And they're like, I'm not a fighter. I but don't I, want to fight, but I'll help you guys. You know, I'll kind of watch everything. Do they usually stay? Do they usually dress up in garb too? They'll do it too, just to kind of keep everything going. There's something that distinguishes them against. Uh, uh, they usually wear yellow. Okay. Whether it be like a tabard, something that comes over, or like a sash. So you realize that there's somebody not in play. Right. And also someone who's going to call you dead if you're being a jerk. Because <laughs> there's too many guys doing dumb things or they get just straight up hit in the back. And then like they're like, nah, it didn't hit me. A herald would be like, hey, guess what? You actually are dead. Go sit down. So they're the ones that kind of keep everything regulated. And, and, and again, it's people that just volunteer their time because they just want to be a part of it one way or another. Uh, so I mean, obviously, with uh, you know bow staffs or swords or mm-hmm. something like that, that's under- I understand how that would work. Do, yeah. you, do you use like uh, arrows? And yeah, there actually are there actually are uh, uh, missile weapons, projectiles. Wow. Uh, again, those those are a little bit more. Those checked a little bit more uh, with some more prejudice, only okay. because like there's a lot involved, especially with arrows. Imagine. Yeah. Uh, arrows have a lot of pointy ends. 
So, like, and they also, well, A, you have to build the head on it. Like, we're actually using arrows. Okay. Like, real arrows with the inserts removed. Right. So it's just something, and you have to blunt it with a penny. You have to round it off with something. Then you have to completely pad the heck out of it. Okay. Because there's a bit that can go wrong. But even those are regularly checked, making sure um, there's no splintering on the shaft so it doesn't go into someone. Uh, the pound of the bow matters as well. Like you, What's the regulation on that? Uh, 35 pounds. Okay. Because essentially anything past that, then they're going to be hitting a lot harder. Yeah. And then if they hit a lot harder, they're not only going to do more damage, but they're also going to wear down the foam more. So the more it wears down, the more you're getting closer to like harder hitting. Right, stuff. right. So there, we actually test like all of that as well. But when they're made safely, there's tons of archers out on. Like when we were talking about like some of the big events where there's like 800 people out there, it's amazing. <laughs> Do you we, black out the sun with the arrows? Pretty close, I swear. <laughs> when you have like 12 archers on that side or more, and a bunch of us over here, and it's like okay. And then you're dodging arrows, trying to run through a line of guys screaming and fighting. It's really good. <laughs> There's dust kicking up, and the sun's kind of poking through. It actually feels it feels like you're in a movie when a bunch of guys are screaming actual commands at each other. Like, that is awesome. Watch the right side archer over there, and you're just like, holy crap, what's going on? <laughs> and you're just dodging stuff, and you're seeing your buddies drop. You're like, oh no, and you just keep fighting. <laughs> but like, you're running and fighting as hard as you can, as if you were swinging a real sword. It's it's something amazing. And then like, I'm. I'm not an archer, but I'm fairly good with a uh, javelin. You can actually make a hand-thrown javelin that's wow. padded. Again, padded well enough. And but the thing is, with the, the the projectile weapons, you can actually hit people in the head with those. Right. So they're padded enough. So if you see some guy with his head poking over his shield and just huck it at him, boom. Uh, <laughs> so if you get good with a javy, you can just like oh, see that guy over there and just Leonidas huck a javy through a line of guys. Like, mm, gotcha. That's incredible. Yeah. So we try and cooperate as much as possible. So like. Just a random assortment of weapons that you can use. If people do fight with bow staffs. I mean, they're not super... Unless you're really good with it, they're not super effective. Right. Because some guys are like, oh, I'm on a Darth Maul list. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, you go... You and, then, <laughs> and then I end up just like, boom. That was cool. <laughs> then we got some other guy who is just... He's fought with a bow staff for years. And he'll go out and start decimating people. And we're like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. So. <laughs> he's pulling Donnie in from Rogue One. Exactly. <laughs> he's just going Jeroot, just left and right and swinging. Uh, so it's like, and they're like, they're big broadswords. There are giant spears that you can bring out. So essentially, those are just thrusting, stabbing weapons. So those are de- those are horrible on a on a line because then they just break through shields, right? And just like firing and piston going of death. So I'm the kind of guy who likes fighting with two swords. There's a little more. Well, Matt, you're. What is it? Your KDR just kind of just shifts so much. It really like, would. I'm dying all the time because <laughs> I got two swords and it's like, oh, spear, uh, javelin, uh, arrow. I'm just like, ah, and I got nothing that can block any of it. But I have so much fun when I go against some guy with a shield and I'm just like, okay, we're going to think this through. Ba-bam, boom, boom, go. All right, cool. That's but, what like, I think it sounds, it sounds the best. It's like you're really, the participants are really learning real real strategy, you know, from this type of uh, oh, yeah, battle as opposed to, I suppose, I mean, I guess more traditional LARPing where, you know, you're throwing spells and stuff like that. It's not It's not so much real-time attack. Yeah, you don't have time to think. Yeah. Like, some of the, sometimes the best fighters, like, I actually fight better when I'm near dying. <laughs> like, if I get surrounded, I start fighting better because instinct takes over. Like, actual years of instinct takes over, and I end up throwing stuff that I didn't think about. Right. I just see a pocket open, boom, some guy throws, I block, take his arm, take his shoulder, and then I'm like, oh... Oh, I'm alive and they're dead. Okay, cool. But that's it's just it's just like all instinct there. So it's it's real it, it's really cool the way and people will just like 
stay up to all hours like sparring at events like Jeez, they, put, they put up floodlights and this guy's fighting at midnight because like you know I don't get to fight this guy he lives in Oregon so and so people are like becoming really close friends and they live states apart that's that's incredible you, that's like something you only hear about with uh, internet friends now it's you know yeah. these are people meeting in real life and real situations that's awesome which is funny because a lot of the people are in a bunch of different communities as well like like the cosplay community like all the like the geek inheriting the earth is like really becoming a thing it's it is because a lot of it does translate over like i've i've met people in the sport that are in cosplay that i'm like oh you're that cosplay dude and it's like yeah holy crap this is like the next step you know it yeah seems like, like my wife it, my wife had a co-worker like wait you know this individual it's like oh yeah oh she's a famous cosplay person it's like oh we know her from fighting over here <laughs> and it's kind of crazy how it all pans out so like a lot of guys do like like the uh, tabletop gaming and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, and people know each other from a bunch of other stuff too so I've known someone here I've known someone from another place and then they know each other without knowing me from a different spot it's like <laughs> how do we all know each other oh because we're big fat nerds oh okay cool <laughs> it, it makes sense so uh with the you know the popularity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, now well, now bear with me. No, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, have you seen anybody come out there and try and throw their shield? Okay, so there is a story. <laughs> there is a story. So there there is there's a, project, a projectile called a rock. Okay, it's called it, it's called a rock because the idea is it's a representation of just you pick something off the ground and you huck it at someone. Um, there can't be any core to it. It okay. needs to be just foam with fabric and it's only head legal wow it won't do any it has to hit them in the head <laughs> so these things are wonky at best <laughs> you're right because it's foam they don't they are not very aerodynamic right but if you get close enough and you get someone you're like I got him <laughs> so legend has it there was a guy at some big event uh, I think in the, in the midwest called uh, Chaos Wars he was just the biggest freaking goof he dressed up as Captain America and he somehow because shields are very difficult to make right not to get them to pass because they, they need some kind of core and you need to be able to hold it from somewhere to keep it in front of you right he made an all foam shield without any kind of core that passed but just some kind of tether that he could hang on to wow and he had a, it it passed because there was nothing there was nothing harmful on it it was just foam they're like well this isn't going to hurt anyone it's technically a safe shield <laughs> but it also he also made it passable throwing as a rock <laughs> so he runs out in the field of I don't know how many hundreds of people were out there it might have been Ragnarok too Ragnarok was another no it might have been Ragnarok because that one's like into the thousands of people <laughs> he just walks over whips the shield it goes sailing at an angle comes down and tags someone in the head oh man and then this sounds epic the rumor is that he goes justice and runs off no one knows who the hell he was, or but like I'm like that was amazing. So someone did do that, and I've ever since wanted to do something like that, but I don't think I have the skill. But that forever would be a legend if you could actually say you captain you stars and striped someone. That would be on amazing the, on the field and just boom. And here I was just wanting to make a concave Ameri- Captain America shield in a Mjolnir. Yeah, it's like sure, let's go. I'll let's be the Avenger. <laughs> but this guy surpassed all of that, and I don't think anyone could beat that. Unless he somehow made the shield come back to him. Yeah, that would be the that would be the next thing. Just right? ricochet off of three guys and just <laughs> boom back to him. If that happens, you would, you hope it's on video and then you just retire. You just walk away. We're from Done. Everything. I quit the sport because I've won. <laughs> I've beaten you all. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, what I mean, it, so you brought up Mirror. Is there anybody 
out there swinging around a hammer? Uh, oh, um, yeah, my best friend, my best friend Rao. He is okay. So there is a different sport that's similar to it's. We are almost the exact same thing. It's that was kind of the political part. There are people that there are people that didn't like the way something was being run. So we're like we're branching off and doing our own thing. But it's literally the exact same thing, minus a few differences, and the fact that there's just some different weight restrictions, restrictments on the on the weaponry, right, and just garb and stuff like that. Otherwise, we see each other all the time. We talk to each other all the time still. So it's no big deal. Anyway, uh, my best friend, he's a guy that loves making hammers. But there is a classification of weapon called a red. Uh, a red is a large two-handed weapon that if you swing and hit a shield twice with enough force, the shield is considered broken. Really? So basically what happens is like, oh no, it's cleaved, so you have to throw down a shield. So that's what makes the fighting a little more brutal. If some guy with a big old eight-foot sword, two-handed, comes down and just boom, one, boom, two, you have to throw your shield down and like hope that you survive the encounter. <laughs> so like on a line... When someone's just throwing red shots and breaking shields, that can really open up a line of 100 guys and we just punch through, and it's a big, it's a big scary thing. But um, he likes making hammers, but he likes making red hammers. So it's these giant two-handed things that almost hurt you to throw. <laughs> and, like, I made one just because he's, just because of him. Because he's so into it. Yeah, I'm like, I'll do it. And I did it. It's small. It's short. It's kind of light for hammer. But I'm like, hey, this is fun. I throw it, and I hurt my arm. Oh, and i just like, oh, God, this sucks. <laughs> he's, he fights, though, and he's, his body mechanics are so good that he can throw a shot, have it make contact, and then have himself whip around and throw another shot immediately as he's blocking. Wow. So his body is just so tuned to maneuver himself like a noodle. One, two, one, two, and just like... But he literally scares people with the way he throws because he he likes scaring people. Like someone's like, okay, I'm going to score up. They, he hits them so hard with the shield that they jostle to the left and they're like, okay, I don't want to attack this guy. He's like literally swept someone off their feet. They were like trying to, they were trying to do something fancy and jump over him. He just swings full force, clips them on the legs and they just flip almost somersault over. So there are people that definitely like using hammers just for the ridiculousness of why not? Right. Like I, I'm not that good with these type of swords, red swords. I'm more two swords, sword and shield guy. Because it's quicker. It's it's very precise where you need to swing. But I'm like, sure, let me do it. So I built this big damn hammer because someone gave me a hockey stick. Oh. And they're like, you got to build a hammer. So I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> so I did it in between building something else, and then I'm like, all right, this thing is actually pretty cool. Oh man, this thing's kind of scary. So I've never really fought with one before. So then someone came up to me. So I'm like, all right. I just cock back and throw a freaking softball swing. I literally knocked the shield out of their hand. Wow. Like you could see it. Uh, you could see them trying to hold on to it too, and it just boom goes flying. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay then. I hit someone and they're like, it literally moved me. I'm like, okay, this thing's fun. But then by the end of the same practice, I'm like grabbing my elbow because it's in pain. I'm like, okay, just from the street. Uh, I'm gonna put that down for now. But yeah, people do like making ridiculous stuff like that. And again, if you can make it safe and if you're creative enough, Why you not? can make just about anything you want to make out there. And that's what's kind of cool because I can't sew, uh, I can't work with leather, but I'm actually I'm actually fairly good at crafting weapons. Just out of necessity, I'm like I'm just gonna do it. And then I do it, and all of a sudden I've never been I've never been an artsy person. Right. My penmanship is terrible. I can't paint. I can't do anything. But for some reason, I can make weaponry very nice. And so I'm like, hey, I guess I had that hidden in me somewhere. So that's one other thing that I appreciate is that the sport gave me the ability to actually learn that part about me. Right. I'm like, wait, I am crafty. I can actually build something. So this is, like, nuts. So, I mean, if you want to build, 
people, we have people that build lightsabers. It's like, I'm a Star Wars fan, so they'll build something that looks like a, it's a club, technically, but it, it's a lightsaber, it passes, it's safe, and you can do it. Right. Um, have fun with shields. We actually have people that work with uh, uh, latex stuff. Also, uh, Plasti Dip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plasti Dip, some people use it on automotive stuff and for hand tools. But they make shields that look like legit metal. Wow. If if you're good enough, you can make it look... You do all kinds of crazy stuff with it. Put your own personal design, 3D art on the front of it, and it looks amazing, but it's still foam, and it's still safe. It's still safe. And there's a whole other division of the sport that is arts and sciences. So people who build stuff, people who make shields, people who do guard, people who do leather work. So people will never set foot on the field, but they make the most amazing gear. So do you allow uh, trebuchets and catapults to throw rocks? Uh, Not so much catapults. I mean, some people have tried doing it, but there's usually a lot of... uh, There can be a lot that can go wrong with it. Uh, I would imagine. I mean, from a safety standpoint, but then also from the fact that we're still trying to make it safe from the sport, so it just... We did have someone make a catapult for rocks. Yeah. But it was, like, so bulky and hard to move. <laughs> but it did work. You, They had, like, uh, the special kind of elastic on there. They fed the rock in there, pulled it back, and it whipped that rock with some velocity. <laughs> but, like, putting it together, and it's like, okay, now we got to move it that way on the field. Everyone lift and oh, move. Oh, wow. It just didn't really work out. <laughs> but, like, um, crossbows actually are allowed. Those are one of the hardest things to get to pass because they can't – I think it has to be, like, a 15-pound pull. And then also the arrows have to be zi- have to be balanced in a way that they don't flip when you shoot it. Yeah. Because if you shoot it and it flips, then it's just the knock and fletching part of the arrow going at someone, and that's bad. <laughs> right. So like some people have been able to make it the pass, but they only go about ten feet away before they just start dropping off. So ideally, it's like yay crossbow, but at the same time, oh no, I'm sixteen feet back. <laughs> you can't get me. And like the and like the 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 bolt flies so slow. It's like oh. You just sidestep it. It's like, okay. Probably grab it out of the air. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh, well, I'm coming at you now. <laughs> a light skip and you catch up to whoever shot it at you. But yeah, I mean, it's, the sport is all up to you how creative you want to be. Or there's some guys that are like amazing fighters that have never built a sword before. They're like, screw it. It's not my thing. I'm right. Like, ah, I can build it. But it's still the same guys that can kick my butt 12 ways from Sunday. So. Now, you've talked a lot about how it's it, you, you, you strive to make it safe, make mm-hmm. it safe for everybody. But I imagine people still get injured. Oh, sure. What's uh, the biggest injury you've ever had? Me? I've actually fractured my thumb. Wow. Twice. Uh, and that is... And safety equipment is not mandatory, but it is required. No, no uh, recommended. Recommended, okay. Uh, you don't need knee pads at all to do it. I've, I've worn them for years now. Because I used to fight without them. I'm like, I'm young, I don't need them. And then, like, my knee, I have knee trouble. I'm like, damn it! You should have worn those. So, like, all the new guys, I'm always pushing on them. Get knee pads. Uh, there are there are, there are teams in the in the sport. Um, like a K- they don't really do much other than like you have like a little group of friends. They're like, hey, I like you guys. We're part of a unit, is what they're called. And like at events, there is um, they have unit battles. So see, it's a big old field of just mishmash of people, and they'll be like, all right, unit fight starting. So you get with your group of people, and you just try to be the last one standing. And other than that, that's about it. But, like, all my guys in my unit, I'm like, oh, I love you guys. We're awesome. Get knee pads. <laughs> and, like, gloves, too. Gloves are, like, so important. Uh, padded ones, specifically. So right. Hockey gloves, lacrosse gloves. I use... I have the absolute lowest tier of padded glove that I would possibly use. They're more like the MMA gloves. Okay. So they block my knuckles because, like, I block really low with my swords. But at the same time, I'm, that means I'm going to be blocking with my fist on occasion. 
And people are like, I I punch block all the time. It's like, yeah, you're not wearing a glove either. Yeah. So their hands are getting lit up and their knuckles are getting destroyed. And it's like, come on, man, you gotta, you gotta wear padding. So I mean, I think what happened with me is that I go for a block. I'm like, yay, blocked it. And then I just took some big old weapon right across my thumb, unpadded thumb, into a handle of a weapon. It's like, oh, that hurts. And then it's all blue and swelling. Oh no, that's. That's not supposed to be that way. And that's that's 100% on me. If I was wearing a glove with big old padding on it, that wouldn't have hurt. I would just be like, hey, but that's... At that point, it's user error. Right. Uh, other than that, you we, in the sport where you can you can actually shield kick people, like if I don't like your shield in the way, I can kick at the hell to one side and just scoop in with a sword. Or I can just... I can You can actually grapple. Really? Oh, no, I dropped my sword. I see this guy and I just jump at him and just take him <laughs> to the ground, try to pull his weapon out. Um, I've never been injured very badly other than like having my thumb busted... Just on a fluke. I did get my nose busted once, but that was just because someone did some kind of crazy swing at my head. <laughs> but like this again, this is all, this is all like almost ten years worth of fighting. Right, right. And I haven't been, I haven't had anything officially like broken. Nothing. I've I've sprained my ankle, but that's I could do that playing frisbee in the park, and I stepped in a pothole. So like same idea. I'm moving, I'm moving. Oh no, there's something there. Stupid gopher. Uh, and but like past that. We've had people. We have had people go to the hospital before, but that's so few and far between. It's just if you get that many people in the area fighting and pushing and shoving and this and that, whatever. Or someone just lands on something weird. Right, exactly. It's gonna happen. Same as like uh, football or rugby or even soccer. Of course. Surprisingly, there almost seems to be less injuries in this sport than there is in the other ones. I don't know why, because those. Yeah, I, I, I get that. You know, it's probably more you're you're more focusing on the safety as opposed to the other sports. They're focusing on the win. Also true. And then I guess a lot of huh, a lot of the uh, injuries come from like limb meeting limb over there. Yeah. If you're if you're only fighting, if the only thing you have to work with are your legs or your arms, like in football, yeah, getting mangled up in other people's business and like, oh no, it snap. <laughs> Versus here, we're fighting from a distance with foam. I guess that kind of makes a difference. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but it. it it actually had so surprised. Swords, shields, hammers, arrows. But it's still a really safe sport. Go figure. I think it's just everything everyone put into places that we want everyone to do this as long as they can. And if everyone's right. dropping out left and right, <laughs> we're not going to do it. You've broken legs, you're not going to want to come back and do stuff like that. It's yep. going to be. Like, I won't talk to someone, all right, your longevity in this sport is three years. If you're lucky, <laughs> enjoy it while you can. <laughs> no, we, got, we have people who've been doing it. They started when they were 17, and they're in their 40s still doing it. To one way or another if their bodies are worn out so they can't physically fight like just toe to toe with people then they become archers then they become really good archers <laughs> and then they become really great at teaching other people how to fight and it's just a, it really is a close community that keeps giving back and that's what I always appreciate about it when people usually when people start doing it I almost swear it's like they they either enjoy it for a bit but they don't excel the way they want to so then they kind of just fade away and the thing is to always just kind of stick with it. You you will get better with it. Or you get these people that try doing it, and then they're in it for life. Like, they just stick with it. And We just went to a wedding for people that met in the sport. In garb? No. <laughs> we have had that happen before. That's though. awesome. Right there they, on the they, battlefield? They turned a wedding into into a fighting event. <laughs> Where it's like, we're getting married. Yeah, yeah. Everyone dressed up in nice medieval garb. I was on guitar, and someone was on flute. We were playing green sleeves. Nice. As the bride is and we're you know she's walking down the aisle and a bunch of people there's a sword procession that they're walking under and everything like that 
And then after that, we all got together and fought and camped and drank and then fought some more. <laughs> so it's like, more people need to do this. Yes. <laughs> and, and, which is funny, there are a lot of people in this sport now that can are, are uh, ordained ministers. Probably for that reason. They're probably. Hey, is there anyone that can marry us? And eight people put their hands up. <laughs> yep, right now. Can do it. I mean, I, am, I can marry people. <laughs> I did it for this reason. I have someone in the sport who knew me, and they're like, hey, would you be able to marry us? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can actually do it. So I'm marrying them like in a few months. Awesome. So it's, it's, it, it is a very, it's a very close and tight-knit community, and it's the one that keeps giving back. It's like what you put into it, you keep getting it back. And even the people that don't put into it still get it back anyway. That's incredible. Well, yeah. I, I want to say thank you for coming and talking to us oh, right now. Oh, of course, you of know, course. It's been a great time. When did you say the, the event in Chino Hills was? Uh, Chino Hills, that's uh, in January. It's in January. We do it like every January. But we, we do have a page on Facebook, um, if, you can, <laughs> if you can find us. Uh, Masayaf uh, Medieval Combat Society. And we'll definitely... Uh, yeah, Masayaf, M-A-S-Y-A-F. Yeah, we yeah. Say, we'll definitely tag you in uh, when we when we put this up. So awesome, awesome. Hopefully, we'll be able to put that. Is there any other uh, social media that you'd like? To um, put out there? We we did have an Instagram page. They kind of they kind of dropped the ball in that. There will be an Instagram page coming too. We're trying to like just put ourselves out there as much so people can visually see what we do. Because mm-hmm. some people being like, it just seems scary as hell. Then they watch what we're doing. We're like, all right, it's actually not so bad. <laughs> So, yeah, no, we're going to get the Instagram page going, but other than that, we're just on Facebook. A lot of good people, a lot of nuts. We don't take it too seriously, and uh, we're going to work on posting more photos and videos and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you once again, Torn, for, for joining us and oh, talking course, to us. Of course, of course. So this is Midge down at the Mission Viejo Library Comic Con saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.